on episode 613 of the 40 plus fitness podcast we bring back fitness legend tony horton you can find the full show notes for this episode at 40 plus fitness podcast.com forward slash 613 have you decided you're ready to make a change to reclaim your health and fitness the 40 plus fitness podcast is here for you Each week, we dive deep into health and fitness topics that affect those of us over 40. I'm Coach Allen. I'm an NASM certified personal trainer with specializations in corrective exercise, behavior change, performance enhancement, and fitness nutrition. A Precision Nutrition Level 1 coach, a FAI certified functional aging specialist, and an OTA Level 2 online trainer. Each week, I'm joined by our co-host, Coach Rachel. She is an NASM certified personal trainer and a RRCA level one run coach. Let us be your coaches as you find your way on your health and fitness journey. All right, let's go. Are you a woman that wants to get stronger? but has a few questions. Will you get big and bulky? What is the best way to build strength as a woman? Should you lift the same as a man? How do you get started? I'm proud to announce that I'll be a featured speaker on the free online summit, Women Stronger with Age, on November 2nd from 9.30 a.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific time, hosted by Amanda Mackey. I should be on around 10 o'clock Pacific. Go to 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash Amanda to join us on this wonderful strength summit for women. I'll be joined by some of the best coaches and trainers helping women get stronger and find ageless vitality. Learn more at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash Amanda. Hey, Raz. (laughs) Hey, Alan. How are you today? I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. Thanks. It's beautiful and fall up here. Leaves are changing. And I just realized we're into the month of October. And I just wanted to remind all the ladies out there to make sure they schedule their mammograms. This is breast cancer awareness month. So I feel like I got to push that plug. We're almost at the end of it. So So at least, (laughs) at least get it scheduled. Go ahead and call your doctor, get the appointment scheduled. Uh, Do a little bit of self work, you know, because I think there's some things you ladies can do to, you know, Mm -hmm. make sure that you're taking care of your tatas. Yep. Yep. And coincidentally, what made me think of it was I had just recently had a visit with my dermatologist for my annual skin cancer check. He checks, if you've ever seen me, I've got a lot of freckles, moles, I got all sorts of spots and he takes a look to make sure that they all look um, safe. And he was actually just um, schooling me on habit stacking. (laughs) And one of the habits he was saying was to take your birthday, whatever day you were born on. I was born on the 22nd of the month. He's like, use that day to schedule, to, to do healthful things for yourself, do your breast exam, do your skin self-check, make your doctor's appointments. Just, it's an easy day to remember and make it, it's an important day, obviously. So that was an interesting little 
Have well, did he mean that by every month of every month? Every, you know, like you do a self-exam, you do, mm -hmm. you know, just looking at yourself over, checking something or right. seeing you an appointment. So mm -hmm. this is every month. So, you know, every month, it used to be the 27th every month. of every month, yep. which mm -hmm. is just a few days from now. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yep. So right. it's a good thing to do. Yep. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, uh, you know, we had that huge vacation. Uh, mm -hmm. And so you would think, okay, well, things are slowing down for Alan. Uh, not exactly. Uh, we have a chili cook-off <laughs> that just happened uh, about a week ago. Uh, oh, of course, neat. we're recording this early. So uh, that's this weekend for me right now, you know, call, calling from the, the future. But uh, it's this weekend. Anyway, yeah, so it's a chili cook-off. I'm responsible for the chili. So I've got mm -hmm. a, a 13 uh, pepper chili that I do. I'm going to oh, do. Gosh. I call it superstition chili. Although my my team kind of went rogue on me and decided that they wanted to do Roman stuff, so they want to well, they want to wear togas. They're just I don't know <laughs> what it is, but we we're trying to tie thirteen to uh, you know thirteen chilies to uh, Roman stuff now. But anyway, mm. uh, they're creative. They're gonna they're gonna probably they're thinking be the fourth fifth year in a row. They're probably gonna win the best booth thing, oh. and I'm just I just want to win the best chili, so I'm working nice. on that. But uh, so all that's going down this next weekend. So that's got me busy. And then I'm going to host mm -hmm. a mystery uh, murder mystery dinner uh, here at Lula's on the 11th. Oh, fun. So I'm planning that. And then, of course, you know, uh, my wife, Tammy, she's really into Halloween. So there's the Halloween thing that everybody's got together. And so, okay, well, we're going to be this. And so it's like, boom, 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 you know, mm -hmm. this and that and then that. Uh, so a lot of things going on here, but it's fun and it's interesting. And, you know, I'm just enjoying myself and um, no, it's not getting cooler and no, the leaves are not falling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. still walking beaches and uh, shorts and, you know, oh, gosh. shirtless uh, to get a little bit of sun. Uh, <laughs> nice. My birthday is on the second. So that's when I can do my little skin checks and there other you go. things, but um, mm -hmm. good. All right. All right. Well, you know, I've had Tony on before. Uh, mm -hmm. And that was a really good conversation. Exciting. He's got so much energy. It's insane. Uh, <laughs> but are you ready to have this conversation with Tony? Sure. All right, here we go. Our guest today is a legend in the fitness space. He is a personal trainer, author, and former actor. He is best known as the creator of the commercial home exercise regimen P90X. Despite a setback in 2017 with Ramsey Hunt syndrome, a form of shingles, he remains one of the fittest men you'll ever meet, even at 65 years old. With no further ado, here's Tony Horton. Tony, welcome back to 40 Plus Fitness. Alan, I know it's good to be back. It, you know, it it's crazy how time flies when you're having fun, but uh, it's been over two, it's been over three years. So summer of 2020 that you were on the show yeah. last. That was episode before the before the earth got very confusing. Yes, um, every day, but uh, I just try to have fun and, and see where it takes me. But yeah, that was episode 446. Uh, this is going to be episode uh, 611 Dang. or 612. No, 612. I got that 612. So yeah, I've been working. You've been working. Uh, a lot's changed, uh, but a lot stays the same. Uh, so I'm glad to have this opportunity to have a conversation with you today. My pleasure, man. Good to be here. Good to see you again. So the last time you were on here, you you mentioned something. So I have to share this with you. You had mm. you'd pulled out your calendar and talked about your red X's to stay motivated. That was kind of one of the keys of, and I I kind of keyed into that. It's like that visual representation of consistency and how it drives your mind, particularly if you're someone who's driven by the gamification of things and just kind of seeing it versus just mm -hmm. feeling it uh, and right. knowing it. 
Um, I had a client, her name was Anne. And so I, I kind of talked to her. We were talking about a couple different things. One, we were talking about self-love, uh, because I think if you don't, if you don't love yourself, uh, the fitness game is really, really hard to stick to. Um, and then the other thing was the consistency. She needed the consistency. So I told her about your, your, your calendar tool. Well, she put the two together and she went out and bought some heart stickers. Huh. And, so, and so every day she did her workout, she put a heart sticker on her calendar, man. Mm -hmm. And it was so cool, uh, you know, to see her going through that and the consistency improved and the way she felt and the way she felt about herself improved. So really cool tip. I appreciate you sharing that with me. Oh, also. hey, man. Hey, together, we we help somebody <laughs> get to the next level, you know, absolutely. And that's hard yeah. It is. And, and so, again, I, I think, you know, if we all just pay attention to the tools and things that are out there, everybody's bringing something to this game. Uh, and I'm looking for you to really bring it this time. OK. Uh oh, <laughs> It's this well, Tony Horton. I've learned I've learned a thing or two since we spoke last, Alan. So okay, maybe good, a good. Fresh good. tidbit. We only hope. Please. Maybe there's a good joke in here somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, one of the things I really wanted to get into this time, we we talked about your shingles last time. Um, mm. And for anyone that doesn't know, go listen to four four six. Tony went through uh, uh, about the worst thing I think you can. Um, go yeah, through with well, regards to it. Visited the demons. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that required you to kind of restart mm -hmm. because you lost, you know, a year of not being able to be Tony Horton, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, you lost 25 pounds of muscle. You came back, you weren't where you were. And I, for a lot of us that were, you know, at a level, particularly as we get older, and recovery and, and and getting back to things is that much harder. Can you mm -hmm. give us some ideas if someone took a long break from training or maybe never was training, how do they get the right mindset and really kind of get themselves moving in such a way that they could get this stuff done? Well, you know, here's what's interesting. Let's say, for example, you were committed at some point, like you were into it and maybe you were single at the time and you had spare time and maybe, you know, who knows? I mean, everybody's different, of course, right? You know, one size does not fit all. So, uh, and you were that person and whatever happened, you got married, you, there was, your house got flooded. Uh, you, you ended up with a really horrible flu or maybe you had got Ramsey Hunt syndrome like me. Um, you know what I mean? And you lose like me, I lost one. Like you said, I lost 25 pounds. But for me at that stage of my life, I'd already been doing it for, for three decades. You know what I mean? It was already ingrained. It's who I was. It was as as important as anything else in my life. And the reasons why I was doing what I was doing then had changed uh, from when I first started. Now, when I first started, it was all about ego and size and how much you benched and how the, the circumference of your biceps and, and you know, whatever, you know, a lot of ego driven stuff, a lot, a lot of comparisons of me to others, you know what I mean? And, and that's all fine if that sustains you. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's, you know, you got to kind of notice when when life is shifting that you might have to shift your your strategies, your techniques, your methods, whatever. And so when I when I came out of my situation, and again, this applies to anybody who's who was into it, and then whatever happened, and it was whatever two months, three months, a year, five years, and you're getting back into it. It's important to look at your reason why. And my reason why was all ego and aesthetics and comparisons to others and looking for compliments which is, you know, not sustainable as you get older, I don't think. And for me, it was about health and wellness and, 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 and uh, my, my mental and emotional state as much, as, as much or much more so than my physical appearance. 
And far too often, I meet guys who are in their 40s or 50s. I, I need to get bigger. Really? Are you playing hockey now? Or are you, what, are you on a rugby team? Or are you, are you going to be the oldest professional football player in the world? Why do you want to get, you got three kids and a wife. But what, does she want you to get bigger? Like, what do you want, dude? What, like, what's important to you? Because you're wanting to get bigger, as an example, didn't work for these last six months, a year, two, five years, right? Whatever. So maybe it should be something different. And for me, you know, my raison d'etre, as the French would say, my reason for being is to be a super, super healthy, fit 65-year-old. And what does that look like? And what? how am I prioritizing now? So I'm prioritizing on exercising today because it helps my creativity and my productivity and my ability to solve problems and improves my sex drive and my my sleep and my range of motion and my body's ability to move quicker in situations where I wouldn't if I didn't do these things, to be a better skier, to be able to get through a ninja course on Sundays with guys half my age. You know what I mean? So it's it's more about performance. It's more about quality of life. It's It's more about... Uh, better brain function and improving my emotional state as I make my way into my 60s, right? So, you know, I think we spoke about this before. When you move, whether it's yoga or cardio or weights or Pilates or CrossFit or P90X or or our new program, uh, PowerSync 60, you release norepinephrine, dopamine, serotonin, and brain-derived neurotropic factor. BDNF that happens inside of your head, inside your temporal lobe, inside your hippocampus, inside your little tiny dentate gyrus. And so, you know, and you don't have to wait 30, 60, 90 days for a, a, a better look, bigger arms, more, like you get it today, today. And if you don't work out, you don't get it. You don't get it. It doesn't happen. And so the temporal lobe and the hippocampus and the dentate gyrus are not stimulated. Those chemicals are not released inside of your head. So you're just a little sadder, you're a little bit more depressed, your ADD and your ADHD and your LMNOP and whatever it is that you have <laughs> over, over, overtakes, right? You don't have that, that, all that good brain chemicals to be able to counteract, you know, the doldrums of your life. And that's, that's life altering, you know what I mean? And so, you know, and next is the plan, right? You get your calendar, whatever it is, figure out what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. And you announce it to the world. I got, a, I got a friend right now, She's so committed. She's real. I'm I'm in. And she's been super inconsistent because she doesn't know. She doesn't tell the world. Hello, world. I am going to be working out at 830 a.m. every day. So don't even begin to think about scheduling anything there because I've already scheduled it till now to the day I'm dead. Tell the world. My workouts are morning and night because I'm working around other people's schedules because I want those other people in my in my world, motivating me, inspiring me and helping me push harder. All right. So that's your plan without a plan. If you wing it, you won't do it. If you plan it, the odds go up. Yeah. And third is accountability. Who, who are you accountable to? If you are one of these people who get up in the middle of the four in the morning and you go down in your basement and, and you live in Minnesota and it's February and it's 59 degrees down there and you do a Pilates routine or a yoga or a plot, you're a superhero. We crown thee. We say you are better than me because I don't invite those people to my house. I ain't doing it half the time, man. I mean, yeah. you know, I sound like, oh, Horton, he must love working out. Mm. Not really. Purpose, plan, accountability. If you got that in your life and you understand how important those are, you go from surviving like everybody else to thriving like I know you want to. Yeah, I um, I kind of break that down into the two, the two different uh, 
uh, what I call motivational lines. So there's an extrinsic motivational line, which falls along the accountability. And then there's the intrinsic, which is more about self-efficacy. And the self-efficacy stuff is hard. Mm -hmm. it's hard because at that point you have to be your own boss. At that point, you have to, you have to identify yourself as being more than just a desk wonk doing your job. You've got athletic Mm -hmm. aspirations. You've got, you see yourself differently. You know, I don't want, I never want to be a spectator in my grandchildren's lives ever, ever, Mm -hmm. ever, ever. I don't care what they're doing. You know, when I started P90X was maybe the hardest, craziest thing I'd ever done in my life. You know, now they got tough mutters and Spartans and all that kind of stuff going on. CrossFit and it keeps yeah, going. CrossFit yeah. and all of it. And I don't know what my grandchildren are going to be doing. Um, they're not even born. Most of them aren't even born yet. So when they come along, it's like, okay, well, when they get older, I want to be the grandpa that's a participant in their lives. Correct. I don't want to be the grandpa that's watching from the rocker or sitting in the aluminum stands watching them. I want to be out there playing with them. Yeah. Yeah. Building memories, memories that you're going to have while you're here and the memories they'll have for the rest of their lives. And, Mm -hmm. and the the influence, the the influence that you have on them is, you know, I went to a show the other night and I had, you know, P90X is ancient really at this point, you know, I don't know, it's been a while and I don't get out of the house much. Because I mean, you know, it's been I like, like forty away. years. Let's let's be honest. Tony. No, it's been I don't, like I don't get out of the house unless I, you know, like I went to Fargo <laughs> and I went to Jackson and I went to Paris and I went to Rome and I went to London, and I'm going to Miami and I'm going to Salt Lake City. So you know, ding, ding, ding. So I, you know, like when I'm not traveling, I'm here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I haven't been to the grocery store in like seven years. Um, whatever. That's just who I am. And but but I go to this club, right? Packed theater, and um. And they call me on stage, which was not planned. It was just, so I had to do this MC thing. And of course, I'm up there reading these three by five cards without my glasses going like I can't. Huh. <laughs> you know, anyway, it was fun and it was great. And then I I the show's over, and I would say a fourth of the audience, I mean, I'm talking to Pack Theater, all come up to me and say, You changed my life and P90X this and that. And I started in high school, and my parents did it, and I did it. And and they're like, You don't have you have no idea, man, what what this did for my and I'm like, wow. Wow. I mean, and that's what you would be doing on a smaller scale for your grandkids and your grandkids, friends and your grandkids, kids, when they have kids. I mean, it trickles down, man, and it's powerful and it and it has a tremendous effect. You don't think, oh, you don't really think because I didn't really think about it. Then all of a sudden I'm like signing and doing selfies and people are crying in front of me. It's like, holy smokes. (laughs) Wow. You you know, you forget because you're just doing your thing. And, you know, then you let other people market it and send it out to the world. And I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know how, how much is getting used, but apparently quite a bit. And so, you know, you're, you are, you are, you're in a field, Alan, that is so important right now for this country, you know what I mean? Because too many people are suffering needlessly and it just comes up with, it's up to us to come up with ways to get people off their butt. And, and changing their lives. And, and you know, there's two things that we control. It's whether we move and what we put in our mouth. I mean, every, pretty much everything else is out of our control. You know what I mean? So if you're, if you, if you, you know, have the right strategies, the purpose, plan, accountability, whatever, and other intensity and, and other, there's other things on the list too, but, and you learn that, you know, hydration and proper sleep and, you know, supplementation and mindfulness is another thing that's really key. You know, there's a lot to learn here, but once it becomes ingrained, once it's, once you get that routine down, it's almost, it feels impossible to abandon it. 
But there are people out there who are like, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm in, I'm fit, I'm fit, I'm fat. I'm, you know what I mean? And it's up to us to, to, to rein them in and say, hey, man, you got this. You can get going again. Here we go. You know? So now, you know, one of the things I noticed is, like you kind of said, that the ego thing. It it followed me. It it wasn't something I said. Okay, I'm in my twenties, and okay, I got the ego, and I want to have the arms and the the you know the chest and the the thing. And uh, it kept following me. Uh, every time I get in the gym, it's like okay, you know, just a just a little tad of ego. Yeah. And as and we get older, was, that can get you hurt. It too. can get you hurt. That's why I tore my rotator cuff. Exactly. I was as strong at 51 as I was ever in my life, uh, and then I tore rotator cuffs, and then I wasn't. Um, so as someone gets older, fifties, forties, fifties, sixties, um, are there things that we should just say, okay, look, that's, those are childish things. I'm going to put them away. And then I'm going to focus on things that are more suitable for who I am and where I need to be. Um, and, and just kind of as a preface to that, how has aging affected your training? Great question. Um, well, aging is inevitable. So therefore, Change is inevitable. <laughs> it just has <laughs> to be. But if you still have your high school, college mentality and you're in your 40s, 50s and 60s, you're going to tear your rotator cuff. You're going to blow out your knee. You're going to screw up your back. You're going to end up with sciatica. And, and there are ways to mitigate those things. It, it doesn't it doesn't mean that you have to stop training hard. You just have to s start training smart. You know, you can a lot of people can continue to do the workouts they did then, but they're going to have to maybe back off on the reps and back off on the weight. You know what I mean? I would suggest go to more body weight, gravity type exercises and get away from trying to do the bench pressing and trying to do the heavy squatting. And you know what I mean? And and a lot of people who are still hung up on wanting to get bigger. Why don't, no, I, I live big, get big. Yeah, that's true. But is it still necessary? Is it still that important to you? I mean, we're getting, we're getting back to my first, my first answer, right? Um, and I'll get into how my training has changed to a degree. What people need to do is add new stuff. So the recovery mindfulness category of this of this of this lifestyle is more more important than ever, more popular than ever. You know, I mean, I have I have foam rollers and I use them. I have a Theragun and I use it. I have an infrared sauna and I get in there. I have a, an infrared mat that I lay on. I, I have a cold plunge, which I absolutely despise, but I do it. <laughs> I have a regular pre-workout, post-workout regimen, warm-up, cool-down, really important, right? I have um, a regular yoga practice. Every Friday is an hour, 15, hour and a half session, always trying to, you know, work on that. You know what I mean? I, I have a, uh, I have separate uh, stretch routines that I do. And most people just want to start and they want to finish and they don't want to do any of that stuff because I don't have enough time for that stuff. I barely have enough time for my workout alone. All right. And then the other piece of the, and part of the recovery is, is what you're putting in your mouth, certain foods, certain beverages cause inflammation. And that inflammation occurs not only in your organs and in your pancreas and your liver and your, in your, you know, in your esophagus and in your digestive system and in your stomach and everything else that, that inflammation happens in your joints. It affects your tendons and your ligaments and your body, the wrong foods, fat, sugar, salt, and chemicals over and over and over again, and processed food is weakening the muscles weakening the tendons and the ligaments and your bones, right? So everybody knows calcium is good for my bones. Well, duh, like, you know, you think your your ligaments and your tendons, and your muscles are like the my new protein powder has HMB and vitamin D3, massive doses that helps muscles 
uh, actually grow without having to do much. And when you do much, it's a whole lot better. I mean, I'm 65. There she goes. You know He's what I mean? flexing again. Still, He's still flexing lean, again. still vascular, <laughs> still strong. But at the same time, you know, you, you got to be, if you want to do what you did to a certain degree, you got to add all this extra stuff. And, and sleep is important. Hydra Most people are sleep deprived and, and dehydrated and malnourished, right? I yeah. mean, and that doesn't if, get that in order. Like, you know, most people aren't drinking enough water. They're not to get, their sleep is terrible. They're not getting enough of it. This is all part of the recovery process. And then last but not least, it's really learning how to change gears. Maybe you add Pilates, maybe, you, you know, you go hiking instead of sprinting on the track. It's really understanding that age is happening. So change is happening. Can you change with the age as you age? And, and a lot of people just forget that and they don't understand that. And they don't know how to do that. And they don't know who to reach out to, to help them get there. Um, and it's about form and function too. Like today I was on a stability ball um doing tricep extensions with 75s with the 70 not 275 but 175 right so first of all i got to get into onto the stability ball and then i got to get the weight on my chest then i got to get extended over my face and then you know i'm doing 10 or 12 reps with that because i've done it so many times for, I've, you know i've built so much um uh the routines for so long that i can get in there and do that you know what i mean and and it's also the other thing too is like the P90X was successful because there were 12 workouts. My new program, the Power 4, has 24 workouts. So the same adage, you know, we called it muscle confusion, which was just a made-up word, a term. Like it's not real. It's just a term to explain what we're doing. It's not like it's scientific already. So relax, everybody. But you know, Jack Lane had something called periodization training. We called it muscle confusion, which was working on your weaknesses as much as your strengths. Yeah, you don't like mm -hmm. yoga, we're going to make you do it. You don't like martial arts, we're going to make you do it. You don't want to lift weights, we're going to make you do it, right? You don't want to work on your abs, well, we're doing Abra X, so you decide to do it or not. And so it was just, you know, it was avoiding the boredom and the injuries and the plateaus that come from doing the same things over and over and over again and expecting you're going to look gorgeous and you're going to be, right? For me, I work on my speed, my balance, and my range of motion as much or more than my than resistance weights and cardio. Right. So these three are as important as those two. And when you add all five, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and uh, you know, then you're going to be you're going to be able to do what I, I mean. I, I can't jump as high and I can't run as fast. But everything else is pretty much in play for me because I've added the variety and um, um, and I have all the recovery aspects of my lifestyle now. Yeah. Well, I do like that you said form and function, because I, I think that's the missing piece when you talked about the why at the beginning. It's like, you know, like I said, I want to be the grandpa that can climb on the floor and, and do coloring books. I want to be the grandpa that can keep up with them when they're playing soccer or whatever the thing is. I mm -hmm. want to be able to wipe my own butt when I'm 105. Um, <laughs> Let's hope we get to 105 and we can yeah. wipe our butt. Right. But the whole point oh. being is a lot of people get to a point where they're not able to take care of themselves. They lose their independence mm -hmm. because they lost their fitness, not the other way around. And, and so it's the function of living the life that you were intended to live the way you want to live it on your own terms. Mm -hmm. And so the things you do, and you, you talked about it, mobility, balance, speed, keeping those things up takes work. It's not just something you lose, you lose it because you're not doing it. And mm -hmm. so it's, it's putting those all together and saying, what does my workout need to look like? You know, I don't need to be able to press 160 pounds over my head anymore. Um, right. I never actually probably ever really did, but 
I tried. It's a lot of weight over your head, man. It is, but I don't need it now. It's like true. the yeah, heaviest thing, heaviest thing I put over my head is an overhead bag and overhead bin. You know, you put the put it up yeah. in the overhead bin. It's it's literally right. that, and that bag doesn't weigh more than twenty five pounds. So from a form and function perspective, you're, I can, you're good I can, to go to like you're one hundred and five. Yeah, I can turn that down. But but looking at at that, okay. So I'm sitting on the couch. I got to go to the bathroom. I've got to be able to hop up. Mm. This is not a slow thing. This is a get to the bathroom thing. You get there, sit down. So that's squat leg strength. I sit down, I do my work, and now I got to be able to uh, do the paperwork. So that's dexterity, mobility, being able to move around and do things. And then it's standing back up. So there's there's speed, there's mobility, there's balance, there's strength. That's all built into just a basic function of human life. We don't think yeah. about a lot when we're in our 50s and 60s. Yeah, uh, but we're sure going to think about it when we're sitting on the couch watching. I guess Jeopardy will still be on. Um, <laughs> different hosts, yeah, different hosts. But <laughs> we're still no, sitting we on miss, the couch. We miss you, Alex Trebek. <laughs> yeah, but we're sitting and, on and the you couch. Know, the, the other thing too that I, I think is important is, and people don't realize that there, a lot of folks as they get older, especially if they've ever, never had any kind of a, a fun activity that they that they've done in their life. You know what I mean? They're they're exercising purely for the for the to look a certain, you know, to lose a certain amount of weight or, or have a certain amount of a, a certain kind of appearance. But what if you started training because you really wanted to go on a, on a, on a bike ride and, and, you know, on the Appian way outside of Rome, you know what I mean? Like you really yeah. train for these, these activities. For me, I, winter comes every year and I ski at least two months, not, not in a row, but two months worth days, like at least 60 days a year, I'm trying to get skiing and so my whole my mindset the other the other three seasons you know summer spring and fall i'm always training for that one season because i'm out doing something and and maybe it's as simple like i know a lot of people who rode bikes then think about it and now they're in their 50s and 60s and are afraid to get on a bicycle like damn man that's yeah. just like get go buy your plot you know what i'm saying like <laughs> holy smokes you know so what is it about you i would i tell people get a piece of paper and get a pen and write down 10 things that are physical fun things that maybe you did as a kid or you never did you know i mean maybe it's surfing for some of you maybe it's uh you know just going on hikes you know on a vacation maybe it's you know for some it's ice climbing maybe it's you know getting on a skateboard again or getting on a bicycle you know when i had ramsey hunt and i balance and my balance still isn't right it's not it's never going to be right that's permanent damage in these nerves in my brain it's but you know whatever it doesn't slow me down but i was wigged out about getting on a bike and then when I got out one, it was like, oh, oh, you know, and then I did it about five or six times. And it wasn't like I fell over. Sometimes when I was trying to start, like I stopped and I was on a hill and you get on the bike and you're trying to go up the hill that wigged me out. But I go, what's the word? I'm going to scrape my knee. I mean, well, who cares? You know what I mean? Um, but that, that's a great motivator, having something else that you want to do physically that you enjoy, that you want to share with other people, friends, families, coworkers. I don't know what it is. And sometimes that'll, maybe that's, maybe your purpose is, is that, you know, along with wanting to feel good the day you do it. Um, you know, these are, there's a lot of good reasons why. So anyway, I'm going to add now, that. Yeah. Now I know you, you're big, 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 and you already spoke to it a little bit today about accountability and, and getting accountability and having accountability. Um, I know you have people actually come over to your house. Yeah. I've built my, my home. <laughs> I have one, two, three, four places I work out on my property, three outside and one inside. And so it's a playground. It's an adult playground with stuff, pegboards and 
20 foot rope and 17 foot rope and parallel bars and a whole dang ninja course in the backyard, you know, yeah. so. but, th but this is not Tony just getting up at, at five o'clock in the morning and going out there and, and doing his little ninja course. This is, uh, and it's not just a little ninja course It's actually kind of exceptional, but, uh, you're, you're bringing in people, you're staying in it and they're holding you accountable. You're holding them accountable. You know, one of the things that, I mean, a lot of people will poo poo a gym. You'll say, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't like the gym. I don't, you know, da, da, da. But to me, that's a ready-made accountability group just already right there. there. Somewhere <laughs> in your neighborhood. It, you Keep don't even car, have to talk to them. Park the car, go inside. Yeah. Start, you don't even yeah. have to talk to them. If, you, if you're the five o'clock workout person, which I was when I was corporate, it's mm. the same It's the same people in the gym every morning at five o'clock. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, sure and you is. see them and you nod, they nod, you get and do your thing. And then, it, mm. so it's not even like I could call them friends. I don't even know their names, but I just knew they're there. They're going to be there and, mm. you know, pushed me to one. Maybe they become out. friends at some point. You yeah. Know yeah. I mean? like, hey man, what's your name again? Hey, you want, especially, Hey, will you spot me? Sure enough. Well, tell me your yeah. name, blah, blah, blah. And you find out you have a lot in common and it becomes, you know, your best man at your wedding. I mean, you know, that's just. That those right. stories happen all the time. And and that's that goes to the gym wrong. You're the you're the you know, some of the five people you spend the most time with. Correct. You know, some of those folks should be in fitness. Um <laughs> just saying. <laughs> yeah, totally true, man. Totally true. So I'm gonna ask you this question again. I think you'll probably give me a different answer. It's it's been over three years. I define right. wellness as being the healthiest, fittest, and happiest you can be. What are three strategies or tactics to get and stay well? Well, I kind of covered them already. You, you know what I mean? Um, uh, curiosity maybe is something I didn't really touch on, but 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 being open to trying uh, new things uh, that you feel like you've never even tried before. Because you know, I, I talk about it in my book, The Big Picture. There's two kinds of love. There's the kind of, there's the thing that you just love to do. <laughs> you know, if you don't like fitness, there's probably not much that you love, but you got to be open to something, right? I mean, like a lot of guys just want to lift weights. That's all they want to do. They love lifting weights, but they don't want to try anything else. Like yoga is not my favorite thing to do, but I understand how important it is. I don't actually, I mean, I love yoga when the, like the last 10 minutes of yoga, I love it. The first hour. <laughs> That's when you're laying on your back about to take a nap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I'm in Shavasana, right, or whatever, <laughs> I'm going through those final stretches and I'm in vinyasa, I'm pretty happy. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in Shavasana. Vinyasa is the flow, but. Yeah. Right. So so curiosity is is great. Like, what is it out there? And again, break out your paper and your pen and you write down uh you know, maybe some things that you've heard about. And by the way, there's Peloton, there's, there's Beachbody, there's my platform, there's Tonal. I'm on Tonal now. You know what I mean? There's, there's, uh, there's, there's running clubs, you know what I mean? There's rock climbing clubs. There's, there's just so many things, you know what I mean? And, and category one is what are the activities that you could do on the, on your, on your own, right? Uh, like if you're on the road, like, and, and the, the gym is terrible and it's raining or snowing outside and you know that you need to move today. What, what is your plan? You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? Me? I, I have this thing I call the warrior workout. I do a set of pushups. I do cardio for a minute. I do 30 sets of abs. I do 30 sets of legs, uh, rep. Yeah. 30 reps of legs and abs. And I go three rounds, four rounds, five rounds, six rounds, whatever I got time for. And all you need is the human body, you know, gravity and mother earth and you're good to go, you know? And so, and, and, and that's just means, oh, I'm open-minded. I'm curious. I'm trying things and it helps me stay consistent. And then again, you touched upon it too. You are the company you keep. And a lot of people, as they get older, they stop making new friends. They just, oh, I got my friends and I don't want to meet new people. Well, then you've just, you're, you've, you're, you've just put the blinders on. Wham. 
You know what I mean? So everything in your world gets smaller because your friends are going to eventually, A, not to be able to do anything anymore because they're not on the same path you're on, or they're going to start dying. All right. And me, I mean, I meet new people and I invite them over to my house all the time. Like I know somebody, ten, I've known people 10 minutes and I go, hey, man, give me, here's my here's my my email address. Email me if you want to show up for a workout. I do that all the time. Right. So creativity, curiosity, when it comes to how you train, uh, constantly searching, go to the gym and and don't just look at the same people for six months a year and not say anything to them. Go up and say hello. You know what I mean? I mean, if you're not a weirdo, then they'll probably be cool. And, you, you know, I'm, I have so many friends. Like some guy was an FBI agent was walking by my house with his dog and his daughter. And he came up and he thanked me because I helped him get fit. And I just liked him. And I said, hey, you know, here's my email. Call me if you want to come over. And I'm, the guy was over here five days a week until he got uh, moved, had to move to London. And then there was another doctor. It was an eye doctor. Same thing. He's just some guy who I was at a restaurant and he came up to me and thank me because I helped him with his career. And now, you know, now he and I are pen pals and email pals, text pals. Um, and I'm always giving him advice and whatever. It's just, a, if you open up your world, then, then that's, that's everything. Um, and then the other thing too, that I would, that I don't talk about much. I mean, I just say form and function, but get in front of a mirror and watch what you're doing. Like, look at, look to see if what you're doing is correct. You know what I mean? That your form is everything. I, I've been with friends of mine and I'm always saying, go lower, get in your heels more, uh, straighten your arms. You're, you're too hunched over, you know, and people are just kind of arbitrary going through stuff. And as you're training, right, you're doing you're doing the same things over and over and over again incorrectly. Uh oh, I lost you. No, I'm, I'm yeah. here. I'm here. Did you hear all that? <laughs> yeah. If you keep doing things wrong all the time. Well, then you're even more vulnerable to injury long term because you get out in the world and you want to try something and that range of motion isn't there that those your tendons and ligaments and muscles aren't prepared to do what you're about to do because you don't have that flexibility you haven't moved very quickly your form has been terrible for for <laughs> decades you know what i mean so yeah. uh, and that's a big that's like oh man here i am i've been working out i'm taking care of myself and now you're telling me everything i'm doing my form sucks well either you address it or you don't you know what I mean? Because if you address it and you're willing, not willing to, you know, get your arms straight or get your, you know, get your squat prop, you know, get a proper squat or, or you're landing like a, like a ton of bricks as opposed to like a, you know, like a kitten. Um, these are things that are important, especially as you get older, because you become more and more vulnerable um, if, if you're, if you're not really paying attention to those types of things. Thank you, Tony. If someone wanted to learn more about you and the things that you're up to right now, where would you like for me to send them? Oh, there's so many places. Uh, TonyHortonLife.com. That's the easy, simple one. You can find everything. There's a lot of tabs. You know, my equipment, my supplements, you know, my live events, you know, my clothing line that we still have a few of in a warehouse. And your um, blog. I, and your blog. And and my <laughs> blog. Yep. Yep. Um, but if you want supplements, uh, go to MyPowerLife.com. MyPowerLife.com. And put in the code Tony30, which means you save 30%. Awesome. 30. That's really good. And then um, our brand new, you know, my wife and I have got a new thing called a power nation and power nation. We have lots of our own trainers. We have lots of our own programs. Like I said, the power of four, um, you know, I left beach body and oh, everybody said, when's where's P90 X four. So we made one called the power of four. It's kind of like, yeah. that, you know, what that's all about, but it's about exercise. It's about nutrition. It's about supplementation. And most importantly, the, the fourth leg of that very important, table is the mindfulness component which i think a lot of people are 
are saying, oh, wow, I didn't realize that if I do breath work and box breathing and meditation and and uh, and body scan work and everything else, that it just gives me the energy to be able to keep coming back. Um, so the power of four is there. And our brand new program, which is designed, I designed it with Dr. Mindy Pels. And Dr. Mindy Pels has done years of research on why women aren't getting the results that they want is because they're doing the wrong things on the wrong days. And women have a, a, a much more complicated hormonal uh, situation than dudes. Dudes, we got testosterone and some estrogen. And women yeah. are pre-metamopausal and post-metapausal and perimetapausal. And so some women have to have to train based on the moon. Some of them have to train because their met their menstrual cycles are are gone. And and um, and now we added stop options, which means um, in a lot of these routines there's two stop options at the 10 or 20 minute mark at the 40 minute mark. So that way, if you don't like, Oh, it's, it's 55 minute routine. I'm out. I can't do it. Ah, but I gave you a stop option. All you have to do is fast forward to the cool down and that gets more people in the room, helps them be more consistent. And then of course we have our, our power up and power down stuff, which we used to call modifications with P90X. So you can go intense if you want, because there's somebody here that shows you how and there's, if you want to back way off, there's somebody on my other shoulder that'll show you how to do that. So our, our two, our two, um, Test groups are getting blown away. These women are getting in the best shape of their life. They're losing weight for the first time because they're doing the right workouts on the right day. So men have one schedule. Women have like three and four based on where they are in their cycle. So we're really proud of that. And you can get all that at uh, PowerNationFitness.com. That's PowerNationFitness. All right. Well, you can go to 40plusfitness.com forward slash 613. It's actually episode 613. I, I thought it was 12, but it's 13. 613. Uh, and I'll make sure to have the links there. Uh, so you can find whatever you want to find for Tony. Well, Tony, again, thank you so much for being a part of 40 plus fitness. Alan, my pleasure, man. I love being on with you. And, uh, um, I think we've struck some gold today. I think so too. I think we're going to get a lot out of this. Thank yeah, you. Good. Thank you, brother. Bye. Bye. Welcome back, Raz. Hey, Alan, I'll just fangirl again for a minute. Tony Horton, he's such a name in the industry and it's been really fun to watch him all these years. So it's nice to hear he's got something going on these days. He has a lot of things going on. Uh, <laughs> like I said earlier uh, in the intro, mm -hmm. you know, when we were talking before, it, the man has just so much energy. Um, mm -hmm. He's like a nuclear power plant. It's insane. <laughs> um <laughs> But, you know, it, and that's cool. I, you know, I think that, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that um, is really interesting is, you know, yes, he was a, a big, huge name uh, through the 90s uh, and into the 2000s with P90X, mm -hmm. X2 and X3. Um, and, um, you know, then he had all these celebrity clients, you know, his, his one of his best friends was Tom Petty and mm -hmm. things like that. So it's like, you know, he's <clears throat> he's in the industry, he's been in the industry. But, you know, a lot of times um, people are in the industry and then they're not. And then they're, mm -hmm. you know, they're they're not the same person. Um, and so he's had some health issues with his, mm -hmm. um, you know, with the shingles thing, which was he had he had the worst, one of the worst cases of it. So it was not a good deal. Mm -hmm. um, but at any rate, you know, he he is the healthiest, fittest, happiest version of himself. Mm -hmm. And, you know. I, you can't compare yourself. <clears throat> and I think this is where I can literally say, do not under any circumstances, <laughs> compare yourself to someone else because Tony wanted to do a pull-up competition against me 
because he sees my <laughs> pull-up rack behind me when we're doing the video. Uh -huh. And I'm like, not a chance in hell, Tony. Um, <laughs> I said, now, if you're stuck and I, and I happen to be walking down the side of the road, I'm the guy you want because I can push your car. Mm -hmm. uh, that's my skill set. So I'm not going to compare myself to Tony Horton. Um, I'll never have that amount of energy and I'll never, you know, as he put it, have hollow bones uh, to be able to do a whole lot of pull-ups. <clears throat> mm -hmm. But I know my way. I know where I'm going. I know what I want for my life. And my training is effectively geared to make me who I want to be tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Well, you I know. think that's an important concept. I mean, he's, uh, I think you said in his sixties somewhere, you know, I'm, I'm my fifties and, um, what we can do today is, is a little different than what we were maybe able to do in our twenties and thirties. I mean, there's something to be said for decades of change and, and maybe training smarter instead of harder. <laughs> yeah. So, it's well, it's an important pivot to, well, you know, to recognize. I, I've been very open and transparent about the fact that I wanted to get super, super strong in my early fifties. Mm -hmm. And I, I blew out, you know, tore up, <laughs> ripped out uh, a rotator <laughs> cuff, you know, mm -hmm. and I did CrossFit until I realized, okay, um, CrossFit's fine. But mm -hmm. at the time my ego would often overshoot my capacity. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would find myself hurting after a workout and trying to do another workout before I had fully recovered. Mm -hmm. And so it was just one of those things of saying, okay, CrossFit's great. If you can do CrossFit, mm -hmm. uh, CrossFit's terrible. If you don't have control of your ego or you're doing it too often and not That's recovering it. between them. And so it's just kind of finding where you are being yeah. realistic about it and then mm -hmm. pushing. Now, the way I say pushing is those gentle nudges. Mm -hmm. They kind of get you just outside your comfort zone, not the extreme. I'm going to see what Tony's up to today. And then I'm going to emulate Tony's workout. Um, mm -hmm. It's not, it's not going to be in your best interest. Right. Well, it's you important to know. Work. That's right. It's important to know what your capabilities are and then how far you can push that without causing any <laughs> injury. Like I like to say, I'd, I'd like to live to run the other, another day. You know, I don't want to overdo it and, and really get injured and then not be able to do the things that I love. But that's, you know, Tony was mentioning that too. He had an ego um, in his maybe younger years. And now it's, you just need to find what, what you love. You talk about um, being fit for task and if that's important to you, you know, I mean, you just need to figure that out for yourself. We're all quite individual. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then the other thing is that I really liked that Tony got into was that this, this is not just about doing fitness. Mm -hmm. You know, this is about doing you. And you is more than fitness. It's, it's nutrition, it's rest yeah. and recovery and, and all of these other things wrapped mm -hmm. together. And, you know, the funniest thing is I'll talk to somebody and they'll say, well, you know, I, I, I did a long run or, you know, hike on Friday or Saturday on Saturday. And then, you know, there's, they're hurting on Monday. And I said, okay, well, what was your Sunday like? Cause just to mm -hmm. see if it was recovery. It's like, oh, well, you know, there was a potluck at the church and, you know, I said, okay, so how, how the nutrition go that day? I said, well, not so great. You know, I had mm -hmm. some of the cobbler. It was really good. I went back for seconds, um, you know, and I had this and I had that. So, you know, yeah, I, I completely washed out on my nutrition on Sunday and I'm like, okay, so you're hurting on Monday, your knees and ankles and hips are all hurting on Monday. Mm -hmm. And you think it's the run you did on Saturday, right? You know, you ate all that inflammation food, 
mm-hmm. you know, and they got inflammation. That's where the pain's coming from. Yeah. You know? And you think you earned it, you know, you ran, you said, well, I, I was, I was moving for over an hour and a half. You know, I did, mm-hmm. I did this distance and, you know, over an hour and a half. And so, yeah, I, I felt like, you know, yeah, I can have a few little treats and I'm like, okay, so you burned maybe 400, 500, maybe 600 calories. Let's go on the high end. And then you mm-hmm. go and eat 700 calories worth of cobbler. Um, <laughs> oh, geez. You know, well, it's, you know, it's so easy to eat it. It is. It's so hard to burn it. Right. And, but well, we think we deserve it. Yeah. And then we're hurting <laughs> and we blame the wrong thing for hurting. So true. And, and so now it's like, well, I got to cut back on my mileage. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, that's an important concept too. You know, as we age, especially if you're a runner, we need to do all these other things to, um, you know, get those adaptations that we're trying to get in the gym or running on the road like I do. So, you know, you need to have good sleep. You need to have good nutrition. You need to um, do the stretching and mobility work. And if you're not, or worse yet, sabotaging yourself by, by not doing these things, you know, not getting enough sleep or eating maybe the wrong foods and you're, you're ruining your own goals. (laughs) You're, you're really hamstringing yourself at this point. So, yeah. Well, the worst part of it, to me is that, you know, you have a goal mm-hmm. and you're, you you want to work towards the goal, mm-hmm. but then not that you're doing something specifically to sabotage it, mm-hmm. but that you're just not doing the right things. Well, so yeah, it, it's like, fine. If you want to have a day and it's a, it's a, you know, potluck at the church and it's important for you to be there. And yes, if, if you don't eat the pastor's wife's cobbler, you know, <laughs> going to excommunicate you or whatever, you know, have mm-hmm. some cobbler. It's it, mm-hmm. that's not, that's not where the real problem comes in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> where the real problem comes in is, is that you don't objectify it. Mm-hmm. You don't step back and say, okay, I need to have some cobbler, but I don't need to have a four pound piece. Right. That's what they're going to hand you. You're going to hand you that cobbler on a little paper plate. And it's going to feel like, you know, like you should be doing uh, overhead presses with this thing. Cause it's heavy. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to have that much. You can have a taste of it, enjoy it, relish it, and then move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of turn that off. We're like, Oh, well I have to have this. And therefore, boom. I just, okay, it's a bad day. I screwed up. I'm emotionally upset about it. Don't be, it, it was fine. You, you were not that you were entitled to it, but you're a grown person. You can have that decision, but you don't do the other stuff. Right. You know, you're not sitting on the floor, rolling around with the kids and doing stuff like you did when you were in your thirties. And now you wonder why it's so painful and hard to get down <laughs> on the floor. Mm-hmm. You just, because you don't do it enough. Mm-hmm. You just don't do it enough. You know, I can, I can sit down on the floor and get back up. I can roll around on the floor with my dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I can play. I can do all those things uh, at 57 years old. And it's not because I'm some superhero fitness guy. It's just because I actually get on the floor practically mm-hmm. every single day. I make a point of getting down there and moving around. Is it dedicated stretching? Is it dedicated mobility work? Do I feel like I'm working out when it? No. <laughs> I just get up in the morning, start my coffee, sit down on the floor and hope my dog doesn't bite me in the face. Uh, Cause he's just a little too, you know, childish. Oh, uh, he likes to nip. It's not a bite bite. The, the Lev is just a nip nip guy, but 
It's mm-hmm. just one of those things of, you know, get on the floor, roll around, mm-hmm. move around, get the hips open mm-hmm. as often as you can, particularly if you had a sitting job. Yeah. You know, and then the other thing, uh, I'm on this interview. I've got, I've been on this call. I've got two interviews today. Oh boy. So I set up my workstation right now where I can just be standing up. So I'm standing up right now. I'm not sitting down. So nice. my hips are open. My chest is open. You know, uh, I can mm-hmm. have a conversation with you and I can do that. Like I have a phone call or anything and just not be mm-hmm. sitting in the chair hunched over. There's times That's that nice. works very, very well. Uh, yeah. There are times I need to be sitting down because I got to, you know, take notes. I got to be doing some work, got to do some stuff, but you know, I pick my battles and I say, okay, mm-hmm. I can be sitting, I can be standing, I can be on the floor. And I try to be all three at different points of the day where it makes sense. And so it's not yeah, that it's you important. have to do all these extra workouts. It's just look at your day and say, what can I do mm-hmm. to be moving in a different pattern mm-hmm. than I would be? Because if you're sitting for eight solid hours. That's really, really hard to undo. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. it's really hard. And I get it. Some people, you have to be sitting at the computer. You got to be typing notes while you're on the phone or whatever's going on. You have to be at the computer. Okay. That's fine. Get up, move around, you know, mm-hmm. do a stretch break. Not like it's not, it's not like you're going to do a workout, but just do right. you know, five, just five move. squats, you know, five mm-hmm. squats, a Samson lunge, a, you know, if you don't know what that is. Look it up, but just different things that are moving your body to, to open you up, to get your body moving in a different way so that you're yeah. not getting locked into a position. Um, and that's the thing, you know, he, he has the time. And so he does dedicated yoga. He does other dedicated workouts. Heck, mm-hmm. sometimes he's just out there throwing hatchets at a target, <laughs> Oh gosh. you know, because that's what he's made his house, his, his, his playground. playground. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so it's not that you have to do that. Like, and I'm standing here in basically what was our living room of our apartment. And guess what? It's a gym. I uh, see. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's easy for me to walk in here and just say, okay, well, I don't have time for a full workout. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just get back in real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have time for the full thing, but okay, I'll do a few pull downs. I'll do a few, um, you know, pullovers. I'll do a few rows. Mm-hmm. takes me five minutes, put it in a circuit and go. Nice. Um, and so, th- you know, not that you have to have a bunch of equipment, but just have things that Something. you do that are mm-hmm. not sitting at your desk or sitting, watching the TV, um, have other things that you do. And that's really kind of the lesson of all this is, is that you, you, by doing, you take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, I'd like you both, uh, well, uh, Tony had said he wanted to be a super healthy, fit 60 year old or in his sixties. Yeah. And I love that. And it means something different to everybody. And like you had said, we, we have watched him grow from the beach body days in what was that the eighties and nineties even to, to what he's doing today. And he's, he's made being active and fit a daily activity for his entire life. And, and he is pretty darn healthy for somebody in his sixties, super healthy. Yeah. <laughs> in his 60s. I, yeah. I would definitely put him in the top one, one percentile of people, his age. Uh, there's not a lot of people that you're going to see in their mid sixties that can even hold a candle to what Tony's doing. And, and he had all the reasons that- and he had all the reasons to not, I mean, he went through mm-hmm. that lost 25 pounds. He could have just said, okay, done because he's made right. enough money. He doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. he doesn't need it. He just enjoys being 
a part of this. That's and it. Enjoys doing it uh, yeah. and, and being it, and and so that's that's what gives him drive. That what that's what makes him happiest mm-hmm. is when he knows he's helping other people. You know, me telling him the story about Anne and her stickers with the calendar. Yes, he lit up. He lit up Aww. because again, this is what he's doing. This is what he's dedicated his life to is helping people find their health and fitness. Mm-hmm. And he has his message and his approach. Uh, I think it works very well for people in the X generation because we're fired up when someone else is fired up. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, again, the message is you do you take care of you. No one else is going to do it for you. Mm -hmm. You, You've got to do you. And just be cognizant, just like you were saying, just some simple movements throughout the day is, is enough to get you to be in a happier, healthier, fit place each decade, each decade, absolutely. each decade. Yeah. All the way up yep. to where I can wipe my own butt when I'm 105. That's right. <laughs> you could be a super fit health. Yeah, 105 that, year old. A, that is a super fit, healthy 105 year old. I can tell you. It right. is. And that could be you. <laughs> it will be me. All right. Well, um, I'll talk to you next week then. Take care, Ellen. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Next time on the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we meet Sergio Padron and discuss some of the more recent medical interventions for weight loss. Until then, have a happy and healthy week.